So the big news yesterday, or well, I guess late yesterday, slash this morning, is that President Trump has issued several high-profile pardons. And amongst them include Paul Manafort, who was his campaign chair, uh, Roger Stone, his longtime advisor, and Charles Kushner, who is the father of his son-in-law, Jared Kushner. And of course, as every time there's pardons, both sides uh, instantly head to their corners and it becomes a PR fest. And this guy's the most corrupt president ever. That guy's the most corrupt president ever. I can't believe they would pardon this person or that person. It's all a giant load of crap to get people on TV. When you see politicians claiming outrage about pardons, it's all fake. Don't believe a moment of it. It's all, as most things politicians do, an excuse to get their mugs in front of a camera. And for this, because I was doing some research on pardons, and again, there was outrage on the right with the Mark Rich pardon under Clinton. Of course, now there are these Bush had pardons that people are upset about. Now it's, it's all fake. So I wanted to go back and look and see a little bit about the history of, of pardons. And first of all, I think we all should. It is amazing what kids learn in public school now. But I think any person who has a firm grasp on history of, of any sort, whether you're Democrat, Republican, liberal, conservative, whatever, we recognize, especially if you have gone to the lengths to read the Federalist Papers, which are the writings back and forth between the founders. Look, these guys didn't make mistakes, right? And, and it doesn't mean that they put together a initially a perfect country. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. But these people who founded this country are some of those brilliant people who have ever lived. And America is the greatest idea conceived by man, and it was painstaking putting America to get together. And, of course, one of the brilliant things about the founders is they recognized it was a, fl a flawed, while brilliant and wonderful in many ways, it was a still a flawed work in progress, which is why they gave the country the ability to fix things. The power uh, rested in the people, and you could fix things if things were wrong, and they recognized many things that have later been fixed needed to be changed. I, I mention all of this because the power of the pardon is in Article 2, Section 2, Clause 1 of the Constitution. That's way up there, right? That's way up there. It's not number one, but it's way up there. These guys didn't make mistakes. They knew what they were doing, and... To put the power of the pardon that high in the list of things that, that they wanted to put down in this country they were putting together shows the actual importance to me of the pardon in its place in the U.S. Constitution. And the founders knew the power of the presidency. And they knew when they put the pardon ability out there that it would oftentimes be used for controversial things. And that's why it's there. Look, you want to go all the way back. It was fascinating. I was looking into the list of people who had been pardoned, pardons by presidents, and you go all the way back to George Washington. And his perhaps most high-profile pardon, now he only pardoned basically 16 people. He rescinded a couple convictions, et cetera, but collectively it was 16 people. And 
the most famous people that he pardoned was a guy named Philip Viggle and John Mitchell. And and you might say, well, who are Philip Viggle and, and John Mitchell? They were involved in an event called the Whiskey Rebellion. And if you know anything about history, I don't even know if they teach the Whiskey Rebellion in American history anymore. But that was basically considered treason at the time. Not tax evasion, not drug possession, not soliciting a prostitute. The Whiskey Rebellion was considered treason. And George Washington, as president, pardoned people who were convicted of treason. So right from the get-go of the country, the country recognized, the Congress at the time recognized, people who uh, put the country together recognized that the pardon was going to be used for controversial figures in American life. And they did this because the president, look, this is in all the Trumps of FBI, Russia, can he, par, can, he, uh, can he fire this person? Can he fire that person? Remember when all that stuff is going on? President basically can do mostly whatever he or she wants as long as they don't commit a high crime or misdemeanor. Now, there's things the courts may overturn, et cetera. But the president of the United States is the chief law enforcement officer in the country. When the country was put together, Many, many of the founders were strongly in favor of a very strong chief executive in this country. I mean, it's well known. Some people wanted to make George Washington a king that he turned down. And part of the compromise of putting the country together and getting people on board for many of these founders was the incredibly strong role of the chief executive and the pardon power is part of that. Now, let me give, give you some more perspective on this because, again, it's, oh, my gosh, he pardoned his father-in-law. Oh, my gosh, he pardoned his his uh, his campaign manager. Oh, my gosh, he pardoned his longtime advisor. These people in the Congress that are saying this, the, the, uh, obviously, it's mostly Democrats. There are some Republicans doing it, too, like Ben Sass. They're full of crap. They're full of crap. These people have been educated. They know the history of the country. In some cases, they hate it. In some cases, they desperately want to change it, especially on the left. But they know. Let's put some perspective on this, shall we? Because we talked about George Washington. So far, Donald Trump, I believe, has pardoned 94 people. 94 people. You want to know how many sentences Thomas Jefferson pardoned, commuted, or rescinded? 119. Donald Trump, 94. As of this morning, maybe that may have fluctuated slightly, but 94. Thomas Jefferson, who has a big giant monument in Washington and is considered one of the greatest Americans who ever lived, pardoned 119 people. I come back, and by the way, Barack Obama, over 2,000 people. Barack Obama, over 2,000 people. The point is the president, whether it's Bill Clinton, Barack Obama, Ronald Reagan, George W. Bush, George Washington, or Donald Trump absolutely has the right to do it. And the founders knew that when they put the country together, it was going to be in many cases, in many cases, controversial people, connected people, people that the pardon would spark outrage.
when any politician goes on TV and feigns outrage or hatred or dismay or whatever other big, fat, phony pile of words I can't say on this radio station about pardons. They're completely full of crap. Now you can recognize it, and now you can uh, now you can reject it. Donald Trump did nothing wrong. He's done nothing that every other president since the foundation of the country hasn't done. Let's go on to serious stuff.